What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and today we are going to be looking at a spoiler card. Now, if you've been following my YouTube channel or if you're a subscriber to the podcast, thank you. I appreciate you. And you'll notice that this video is actually a little bit late in coming according to my usual schedule. Um, this show, I try to produce... A, you know, a, once per day or once every other day, and in fact, this is um, almost, it's almost been a full week since my last episode, which is not my desired release schedule. The reason for that um, is the current news cycle and the current uh, atmosphere of things coupled with a personal battle with depression, and so I am sorry for that, but I say all that because I really want to call out um, an issue that the community is experiencing right now that you're probably aware of um, if you are a purveyor of magic content, and that is the Walking Dead secret layer. Um, I want to toss my hat into the ring on this one for a couple of reasons, and the biggest one is that there is an issue that I have heard a lot of people talk about that they've been glossing over, and um, there are a lot of issues with the secret layer, um, and some of the headlines that you've probably heard is the limited av availability, the fact that it's only going to be available from Wizards for a limited time, um, the fact that these are black-bordered commander and uh, legacy and vintage legal cards that are effectively part of the game. They're part of canon now. They are in the mix. They are official magic cards, and the, the fact that... Um, this is going to damage the secondary market and consumer confidence in a really big, bad way. This has also brought into light the authority of the Commander Rules Committee. If you are not familiar with that, I would highly recommend you check out. Um, there are some videos that are going to be um, showing up in the corner here shortly um, explaining some of those scenarios, some of those situations. And I'd highly recommend you check some of those out because it's really... Um, it, 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 this is a frightening time that we're living in as MTG fans. And I'm not saying as MTG players, because casual MTG players um, don't have as much skin in the game. But those of us who are really invested in this game and who really love it are going to find themselves um, being faced with a choice of either going to bat for... Going to bat for the company that does not have our best interest at heart or finding a different game. And that is a scary proposition. And the, the, the biggest issue that I want to talk about today that I think is important is what some are referring to the breaking of immersion. Um, and so if you're not familiar, The Walking Dead is, well, it's a TV show on AMC as well as a comic book by um, by the exceptional Robert Kirkman. I'm actually, I was an old fan of the show. I was an old fan of the comic books before the show even got announced, and I enjoyed The Walking Dead television show. Um, I haven't been keeping up with it, to be fair, so I did fall off at some point, but the, I don't even remember exactly where that was. But to be honest, I think it's an excellent show. Um, I do. I think it's an absolutely phenomenal take on the zombie story. So it's great. It's a it's it is a franchise that I am glad has seen some phenomenal success. I am genuinely grateful that The Walking Dead exists, and I'm genuinely grateful for the show. I am a fan. However, I'm also a huge fan of Magic: The Gathering. I'm very glad that it exists, and I am ill over the fact that these two 
properties are joining forces. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Um, with other tie-ins in the past, with My Little Pony and with Transformers, they made a, they put a silver border on them to show that these are clearly just fun. Um, these are fun artifacts that you can hang on to that aren't intended to ever be played with. These are fun little moments of, wouldn't it be funny if Transformers were on Magic Cards? Sure, why not? Let's have some Transformers on Magic Cards. You can't play with them. They're not official game pieces, but this is a fun little memento, a fun little thing um, that you can have if you want it. I'm totally on board with that. I think that that is great. Um, the Godzilla artwork combining uh, on Ikoria, that actually didn't bother me because... Well, for one, I'm not a huge Godzilla fan, so when I see a gigantic monster on a magic card that's supposed to represent a gigantic monster, eh, like, it's fine. It doesn't really impact that at all for me. And on top of that, they were reskinned alternate arts. They were official alters of cards that existed in non-Godzilla in, you know, canon forms. So if, in the lore, you know, it made sense for... Zalortha, Strength Incarnate, to show up, then there could be a character named Zalortha, Strength Incarnate, and it wouldn't be Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And that character could exist independent of Godzilla. Now, what they're doing with The Walking Dead is printing blackboarded tournament legal cards that are only Walking Dead characters. That's it. That's all they are. So we have official blackboarded magic cards named Glenn and Rick. Those exist. They are now a part of the game. They have been announced. They've been spoiled. They've clearly been printed to some volume. And they exist now as a piece of Magic the Gathering. And as a huge Magic the Gathering fan, I find this especially disheartening because I didn't sign up to play the Walking Dead card game. That's not what I'm here for. That's not what I enjoy about this game. That is not what I love in this game. I love The Walking Dead. I'm glad it exists. I love Magic the Gathering. I want to play Magic. I want to play a fantasy game. Having a apocalyptic family drama now injected into my fantasy game is really disheartening, and especially at a time when we're dealing with this pandemic. Is it just me or is it awfully tone deaf to have an apocalyptic narrative now injected forcefully down our throats at a time when we don't necessarily want it? Magic is supposed to be the escape. At least it is for me. And so for this whole news cycle to be erupting right now, for us to be looking at Walking Dead cards in Magic, it just doesn't make sense. This is oil and water. I don't understand how these two things can coexist in an official black-bordered way. I don't want to calculate my combat damage of my dragons versus Rick. Like It just doesn't... It goes beyond immersion breaking. It's more than just... Well, these are realistic human figures. Because if you look at a lot of characters throughout Magic the Gathering, there are a lot of realistic human depictions um, on cards. But they're all within the context of the multiverse. And if you tell me that the... You know, that the 
you know, rural Georgia of The Walking Dead exists within the multiverse, I'm going to vomit because the real world has no business being in Magic the Gathering and The Walking Dead is first and foremost set in a speculative version of the real world. So what Wizards has done for me and for other players who are, are in a similar mindset, they have now taken a doomed version of our real world and directly placed it inside what is supposed to be this joyous escape from that real world. And so for me, that's the part of this that I find the most upsetting, and that's the part that I find myself going back to. Um, is it a clear, blatant cash grab? A hundred percent yes. You know, and that that also doesn't sit right with me. I don't like that, because the truth is, a short-term cash grab at the expense of consumer confidence costs you long-term profits. So even as a basic business move, this is dumb. Like, this is just 100% dumb. Their quarterly earnings are going to look fantastic when this comes out. But you know what's not going to look fantastic? Their quarterly earnings at this time next year, or the year after that, unless this crap stops. But it's not going to. And this is coming from someone who has streamed on Twitch now for less than a year, who is trying to make a career around making Magic the Gathering content. I want this to be my livelihood. I want wizards to pay my bills. And this is too much. I want to be a wizards apologist and preach the merits of this game because it is a beautiful, beautiful game. But right now, there is a very strong, very real threat to one of my favorite components, one of my, what is in my perspective, the most beautiful element of this game. And that is that escape. Thanks so much for hanging out, guys. So usually on this show, um, I look at an individual card, and this time I kind of just turned on the camera and started going. Um, I was originally planning on doing a breakdown of Rick, Steadfast Leader, who is a 3-4 human soldier for two white-white. As Rick enters the battlefield, choose two abilities from among First Strike, Vigilance, and Lifelink. Humans you control have each of the chosen abilities, and as long as you control four or more humans, humans you control get plus two plus two. So if you have a mono-white humans commander deck that you have wanted to build for a long time, or if that's an idea that you find somewhat intriguing even, even if you don't want it, well, or even, even if you didn't, even if it wasn't an idea you had before, well, now there, here we have the best commander for that. We've reached a point where if you want to play Mono Red Goblins, people would look at it and go, okay, you're either going to play Muxus or Cranko. There are a ton of legendary goblins, but if you're not playing one of those, why aren't you playing one of those as your commander? We've now reached a point where with Mono White Humans, there are hundreds of humans that you could have as your commander. But we've reached a point where people will ask, if you sit down with a commander deck built around humans, they're going to ask, why isn't Rick 
the commander of that deck. And I find that really upsetting. Because you know this card's going to be worth 50 bucks on the secondary market within a month. This card is going to be worth a ton of money. And on top of that, Legacy Humans, as I understand it, is a thing. Now, I don't know enough about Legacy to speak to whether or not this is going to be playable in that deck. Um, but it looks to me like it might be. Because it is incredibly strong when it is surrounded by other humans. So we have a card that is incredibly pushed. That is incredibly powerful. That is now the figurehead of this whole movement. And it makes me sad. This whole situation makes me really, really sad. And as someone who is dealing with depression, that's not great. Um, and as a result, I've downloaded some other games. You know, before long on my channel, you may see non-magic content. Um, just because I'm going to need a break. And I think a lot of people are. And it's not the standard format. It's not that arena is crashing. It's not any of that. It's just, it's not the escape I used to have. And that is really depressing. And I can't be alone on that. Well, thanks for hearing me out. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. You can check. You can catch me on Twitch. Uh, currently streaming Magic: The Gatherings in in the morning, Monday through Friday. But who knows? You might see some Rocket League or some Elder Scrolls Online on there before too long. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for hanging out. I appreciate you. Uh, you can catch me on Twitch, twitchtv hamhawks 42 And don't forget, no matter what is going on in this world, and no matter how you choose to cope with it, no matter what you choose to surround yourself with or no matter what thoughts you find them find their way into your head the truth is you are a good person and you deserve to be happy